Hello, my name is Emma and welcome to the fifth episode of Legal Perks Business Breakdown. On this episode, we will be exploring QVC, the first and largest teleshopping channel in the UK. I will take you through the evolution of QVC, its global expansion and what QVC actually does. I will also consider the survival of QVC and whether teleshopping can compete with online shopping, how QVC have responded to current issues such as the COVID global pandemic and their business model and USP. I'm excited to break down QVC and I hope that you're excited too. QVC is interesting because it is not necessarily a household name. However, they have millions of buyers. The company has certain target markets based on gender, age and income in that their customers are often female, older and wealthier. To break down its evolution, QVC first started off as many big UK businesses do in the US. It was originally founded in 1986 in Westchester, Pennsylvania by Joseph Siegel. Joseph Siegel was an American entrepreneur who founded over 20 companies, including QVC, and an American television network. He was known to be a very good businessman, surely lending to the success of QVC, and was named to the Direct Marketing Association's Hall of Fame in 1993. QVC specialised initially, and still does, in home shopping. QVC US evolved into a separate QVC UK. This is a TV channel which is broadcast from the United Kingdom to the United Kingdom and Ireland. It has a separate website to the US channel, making them distinct entities, despite them being different global branches of one large QVC. QVC UK was formed in 1973 after Sky TV and QVC Incorporated made an agreement to make a UK version of the US QVC. It was first broadcast in the UK on the 1st of October 1993. This broadcast and the subsequent ones were clearly successful as in 1998 the channel made its initial net profit of £12.5 million. Despite the deal with Sky UK, Sky lost their 20% ownership to QVC US in 2004, making the business more internally run. It was also at this point that QVC UK started to become more technologically developed when in 2008 QVC launched an interactive television layer allowing consumers to watch product presentations in their own time by letting them use the red button to video stream. Viewers here had access to QVC Live, QVC Plus One and today's special value presentation. The today's special value presentation was a special stream where a brand product was sold for much less than the retail value for a limited time only. Today's special value is still used today as one of QVC's main promotions. This brings us to now, as in February, QVC had a rebrand with a new logo, theme tune and changes to screen presentation to make information more accessible for users during the presentations. They made their branding more colourful and modern to try and change the views that people had of the company, as people tend to associate teleshopping with being outdated and not for a younger audience. 
It was important that QVC made a change so that they could compete with other online retailers and make themselves relevant so that they could be the best possible platform so that they could gain the best and most popular brands to sell. QVC sells in nine areas, beauty, fashion, shoes and accessories, jewellery, home and kitchen, electronics, garden and leisure, health and well-being and gifts. QVC also does Christmas in July, which sells Christmas stock from July the 25th, so that the early Christmas shoppers will be able to prepare early. They also do special edition days, such as Diamondique Jewellery Day, Beauty Day and Fashion Day, where they exclusively promote certain brands and have special lowered prices throughout the day, with limited time only today's special value offer at midnight. The name QVC stands for Quality, Value, Convenience. Their USP is their 30-tier guaranteed returns policy where products can be worn, used and tested. No other company allows consumers to use all of a product and then send it back if the customer did not deem it worthy of its price or find it suitable for their personal and specific needs. This includes toiletries, which can be fully used up and then returned and refunded for the full price. This evidences a lot of confidence in their suppliers and brands. However, the positive for QVC is that their suppliers are the ones to lose money from this guarantee as QVC return the used stock to the suppliers. QVC, therefore, does not lose from this policy and the suppliers instead lose out. However, the sales made outweighs the losses from this returns policy and the policy itself attracts customers. This shows how much QVC depends on customer loyalty as they have faith that their customers will not exploit this but will rather use it to find the best products that work well specifically for them so that they may rebuy these products and use them, QVC hope, for years. This loyalty is a specific business plan and works well as their USP as no other company has the same trust in customers and they receive loyalty from their sellers despite the liability of the money back guarantee falling on the sellers because they sell so much of their stock quickly. QVC does not work in the business of fast fashion. They sell high street clothes and therefore is the, there is the question of whether QVC will face the same fate as some of its brands may in the fall of the high street, especially due to a covid fueled recession. However, it is also likely that since QVC is an online platform that they may go down a similar route to Amazon and that they will not fall like the high street might, instead they will move forward and collect the brands that survive to sell. One of the major reasons for this is that the QVC presentations are in detail and are long and therefore people can see exactly what product they are buying so that they may make informed decisions for purchases. It is high street in a different media and this is exactly the reason why it may survive. Another reason it may have the edge to survive is that it does everything that other online platforms do, including having an online website. It just has extra features like the long, descriptive, useful presentations and the money-back guarantee. Therefore, unlike online department stores like Debenhams, which recently went into administration and had to close stores, QVC is more likely to survive because they do not have the same store overheads and they have these extra features. However, 
The only major issue with QVC is the association of teleshopping with older generations and being an old-fashioned way to shop. Despite their branding, they are not a household name and rely on an older generation to generate profit, which suggests that QVC will not last for too much longer. Also, QVC have not brought in any brands that would appeal to the younger generation or are targeted towards younger people in terms of income and tastes. For example, the latest two brands to be brought into QVC were Estee Lauder and June, which are too expensive for younger people, making QVC unlikely to be able to poach younger customers from the likes of Boohoo, etc., as younger people do not have the expendable income to afford these luxuries. This means that QVC's flaw is not their platform, but rather their reputation and their lack of movement into contemporary brands appealing to the new generations. Their reliance on their customer loyalty fan base is dangerous, as it will soon die out despite the effective presentation and money-back business model. This is a shame, as if QVC put more effort into bringing in younger people, they could use their clearly effective model to become more of a household name. However, it is understandable that QVC are wary to drop their teleshopping background as it is what sets them apart from other online retailers. Yet they should make more of their online service. However, to be fair to them, QVC have started putting the presentations on their online website, making it convenient to shop on the website without watching their TV channel, suggesting a stepping back from the televised broadcasts. Although, they are still there for those who wish to watch, providing the best of both worlds. It can best be described as a big online and television department store, selling a range of brands, often those not sold in many shops, only websites. Different to Boohoo and Primark, QVC pride themselves on promoting brands whose products are made in sustainable environments and have respectable corporate social responsibility. This corporate social responsibility is a feature which QVC incorporates not only in the brands they promote, but also in their own branding. Therefore, it would be contradictory of them to promote brands who do not have this social responsibility, as it would undermine their own. Unlike companies like Boohoo and Primark, they don't make money from cheap sweatshop items being sold in bulk for low prices. They instead sell reasonably priced, but not cheap, products which they hope to grow loyalty with and that the customers can try their products and if they enjoy them they will continue to buy. This is where QVC hope to make most of their profit. This is why QVC is for people of a specific income and a specific age because it is for those that can afford to buy more expensive items rather than fast fashion pieces from respectable brands with often sustainable values. QVC's fan base is furthered by their regular presenter salespeople and the seller's brand representatives who the viewers create a connection to and trust, especially since many of the brand's founders talk about their items on air. The fan base come to trust and like these people and therefore enjoy watching and feel comfortable buying as they feel that they are buying from a corporate personality that they trust and feel comfortable with. They feel that there is 100% no-risk shopping because of the 30-day guarantee, even for food and cosmetics, etc. In line with the market changes due to COVID-19, 
QVC have extended their returns policy from 30 to 60 days, allowing customers more time to return items due to delay in returns processes. They are also still presenting on TV, but from two metres from each other. So they are succeeding as a business during COVID, as they are a company which have been able to profit from the stay-at-home lockdown rules, as people are at home and are more likely to shop online or watch television from home than go to a shop. QVC are therefore more likely to profit from the academic from the pandemic than other shopping companies as their business model works well with travel restrictions and restrictions on in-person high street shopping. The fact that they have used their USP to their advantage and extended it to 60 days from 30 shows that QVC are trying to stay afloat during the pandemic. It is likely that people staying at home will buy more as they will spend longer looking for things to buy, especially for the home and garden. However, their fashion sales may have fallen due to people leaving the house less. It is unsure what the distant future will hold for QVC. However, at the moment, QVC seems to be benefiting from the COVID pandemic to an extent because their business model allows for risk-free shopping. However, they are still suffering in the same way as other high street shops due to a fall in general consumer spending. Although, in the future, it may be that QVC fails to stay relevant as their biggest challenge is staying relevant in particular to young people. (laughs) However, the population is ageing, so they may be onto a good thing as many of their brands appeal to these older age groups. I hope that this breakdown will allow you enough background on QVC to follow any news related to it. And I think it has been interesting to hear the breakdown on this not-so-household name a very successful company. Thank you for joining me this week for the Legal Perk Business Breakdown. I hope you enjoyed this breakdown of QVC and I hope you can join us next week for our Tech Tuesday.